Our best frequencies forever.
are tuned into BFFFM. Good morning. I hope you're having a wonderful morning. So what we just heard was Nicki Minaj's infamous, or iconic, let's not even call it infamous. It has a bad connotation. Her iconic pickle juice speech. So a while back, MTV did a documentary on her. And um, there's a scene that while she's doing her makeup, she's just talking about what she just heard about kind of like the discrepancies um, that women female artists face versus men artists and how it's important to kind of like advocate for your worth and know your worth and like don't let anybody slight you because it seems like it might just be a trivial thing you know she's talking about craft services but it's I feel like for women and other marginalized people it's like these smaller microaggressions that um make you realize that people have that people value you less or that people have the license to treat you um less than you deserve so i thought we'd go with that theme of knowing your worth and advocating for it uh for the next two hours here on the ladies room um under nikki's bossing up speech you heard deep condition by Susie analog off of her zones to mixtape and up next we've got a woman who's always about knowing your worth and not letting anybody mess with you princess nokia with Buhas. so keep it locked
paid with the trade. But maybe you haven't heard the news about civilization starting in Africa. We're more than just pins and dolls and seeing the future in chicken pods. Been reading too many tourist guides. <laughs> Everything you got, you got from us.
about this poem about why I can't go out without changing my clothes, my shoes, my body posture, my gender identity, my age, my status as a woman alone in the evening, alone on the streets, alone not being the point, the point being that I can't do what I want to do with my own body, because I am the wrong sex, the wrong age, the wrong skin, and suppose it was not here in the city, but down on the beach, or far into the woods, And I wanted to go there by myself, thinking about God, or thinking about children, or thinking about the world, all of it disclosed by the stars and the silence. I could not go, and I could not think, and I could not stay there alone as I need to be alone, because I can't do what I want to do with my own body, and who in the hell set things up like this? And in France they say, if the guy penetrates but does not ejaculate, then he did not rape me. And if after stabbing him, if after screams, if after begging the bastard, and if even after smashing a hammer to his head, if even after that, if he and his buddies fuck me after that, then I consented and there was no rape because finally you understand. Finally they fucked me over because I was wrong. I was wrong again to be me being me where I was. Wrong to be who I am, which is exactly like South Africa penetrating into Namibia, penetrating into Angola, And does that mean, I mean, how do you know if Pretoria ejaculates? What will the evidence look like? The proof of the monster jackboot ejaculation on black land. And if after Namibia, and if after Angola, and if after Zimbabwe, and if after all of my kinsmen and women resist, even to self-immolation of the villages, and if after that we lose nevertheless, what will the big boys say? Will they claim my consent? Do you follow me? We are the wrong people of the wrong skin on the wrong continent, and what in the hell is everybody being reasonable about? <laughs> and according to the Times this week, the CIA decided that they had this problem, and the problem was a man named Nkrumah, so they killed him. And before that, it was Patrice Lumumba. And before that, it was my father on the campus of my Ivy League school, and my father afraid to walk into the cafeteria because he said he was wrong, the wrong age, the wrong skin, the wrong gender identity, and he was paying my tuition. And before that, it was my father saying I was wrong, saying that I should have been a boy because he wanted one, a boy, and that I should have been lighter skin, and that I should have had straighter hair, and that I should not be so boy crazy, but instead I should just be one, a boy. And before that, it was my mother pleading plastic surgery for my nose and braces for my teeth and telling me to let the books loose, to let them loose, in other words... I am very familiar with the problems of the CIA and the problems of South Africa and the problems of Exxon Corporation and the problems of white America in general and the problems of the teachers and the preachers and the FBI and the social workers and my particular mom and dad. I am very familiar with the problems because the problems turn out to be me. I am the history of rape. I am the history of the rejection of who I am. I am the history of the terrorized incarceration of myself. I am the history of battery, assault, and limitless armies against whatever I want to do with my mind and my body and my soul. 
Now whether it's about walking out at night, or whether it's about the love that I feel, or whether it's about the sanctity of my vagina, or the sanctity of my national boundaries, or the sanctity of my leaders, or the sanctity of each and every desire that I know from my personal and idiosyncratic and indisputably single and singular heart, I have been raped because I have been wrong. The wrong sex, the wrong age, the wrong skin, the wrong nose, the wrong hair, the wrong need, the wrong dream, the wrong geographic, the wrong sartorial. I, I have been the meaning of rape. I have been the problem everyone seeks to eliminate by forced penetration with or without the evidence of slime. And but let this be unmistakable. This poem is not consent. I do not consent to my mother, to my father, to the teachers, to the FBI, to South Africa, to Bedford-Stuy, to Park Avenue, to American Airlines, to the hard-on idlers on the corners, to the sneaky creeps in cars. I am not wrong. Wrong is not my name. My name is my own, my own. And I can't tell you who the hell set things up like this, but I can tell you that from now on, my resistance, my simple and daily and nightly self-determination may very well cost you your life. Good morning, y'all. That was uh, June Jordan with a poem about my rights. That was just amazing. I don't know. I think... It's been a hard few days, and a lot has happened in the world. So for me, I really turned to like music, and I turned to art, and I turned to poetry. So I kind of wanted this episode of The Ladies' Room to be about like lifting us up, I guess, um, and honoring like the pain that we're all feeling and like the fear that we're all feeling, um, and also... And just, yeah, I'm just making room for, you know, the kinds of, the the range of feelings that come along with the resistance that we're seeing against the Muslim ban, against what is really, like, fascism. Um, so, yeah, we're going to continue that on today. We're going to hear some more music, uh, some more poems, um, some words. Um, up next, we're going to keep it going with Solange's Weary. So keep it locked. Oh, oh, oh. 
Black and brown fighting together on a day I'll always remember. And el cinco de mayo con el grito de gallo, black, white, and brown pleading together on a day I'll always remember. Because really, it hasn't been that long, so just in case Cat Williams had you guessing, let me kick y'all down with a little history lesson. century while the U.S. promoted degradation, annihilation with its military and U.S. Navy. Mexico got rid of the caste system, voted for its first indigenous president, even getting rid of legalized slavery. The Underground Railroad also ran south, which led black folks to freedom with Mexico right there to receive them. Fighting for tierra, libertad y techo With Adelitas on the front line With bullets across their pecho In the year 1946 It was the Mendez family That fought against segregation in schools Because before that They treated us like fools Pushing us out into gangs, wars and drugs And then they get pissed off at us When we become crips and bloods Traviesos, zutsuras, pachucos Fuploristas, punks, bomberas Haraneras in the heat with the bomb as beats talking about what's really going on in the streets 
the 60s in the streets of Oakland, California. Black Panthers organized for answers. Young lords in New York fought against wars. The Stonewall Rebellion remained true for the rights of the LGBTQ. AIM, who was down for native rights with no shame in their game. Brown berets in LA learning how to fight and doing what's right. In the campos of California, Filipinos were the first ones to lay down the boycott. Screaming in solidarity, Isang Baksak, one rise, one fall. You come for one, you come for all. And today, Arizona and Alabama, they don't play. Carving out racist laws like it's made out of clay. I stand with Emmett, Trayvon, Oscar, and Bell. With my mentor, Mumia, up in the cell. Telling you I'd rather be blind than to stay quiet on a day while my people are hunt down like prey. My ability to breathe is directly connected to my ability to see. It's not about me, never was, never will be. It's about we. It's time to move, y'all. My people. It's movement time. Y la campaña, yo puedo ser cualquiera de todos, depende de cómo tú me apodas, pero no voy a ser la que obedece porque mi cuerpo me pertenece. Yo decido de mi tiempo, cómo quiero y dónde quiero. Independiente, yo nací, independiente, decidí. Yo no camino detrás de ti, yo camino de la par aquí. Tú no me vas a humillar, tú no me vas a gritar, tú no me vas a someter, tú no me vas a golpear, tú no me vas a denigrar, tú no me vas a obligar. Tú no me vas a callar No sumisa ni obediente Mujer fuerte, insurgiente, independiente Y valiente, romper la cadena de lo indiferente No pasiva ni oprimida Mujer linda que da vida Emancipada en autonomía Antipatriarca y alegría
is my sister Carolyn saying, Aretha, come by when you can. I've got something that I want to say. And when I got there, she said, you know, rather than go through a long, drawn-out thing, I think the melody on the box will help me explain Gotta find me an angel to fly
Come gather round people wherever you roam And admit that the waters above you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you'd better stop swimming or you'll
jardines con rosales de alegría entre rosal y rosal la rosa de maravilla rayo de aurora aparece y un arcángel la vigila las alas como tormentas los ojos como agonías alrededor de sus hojas arroyo de leche tibia juegan y mojan la cara de las estrellas tranquilas el cielo tiene jardines con Rosales de alegría entre rosal y rosal, la rosa de maravilla. Señor, abre tu rosal sobre mi carne marchita. room here on BFFFM with me, your host DJ Heine. So we just heard um, a song called El... S well, so we just heard a song by Chavela Vargas. It's on this album that she recorded uh, paying like homage to a poet named Federico Garcia Lorca. So for this song, she puts his uh, poem El Cielo Tiene Jardines to the music of a really famous song of hers called La Llorona. And before that, we heard To Zion by, the by Lauren Hill, off of The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Under that was Nina Simone's The Cover of the Times They Are Changin'. Um, right under that was Aretha Franklin with Angel. Under that was a really, really cool song by an artist named Ana Tiju, and it's called Antri Patriarca. For those of y'all who don't speak Spanish, it just means anti patriarchy so the song is about her being like fuck that i am my own person i get to decide and i'm not gonna do what you tell me to do um under that was a song called it's movement time by las cafeteras and i really really like that song because i think it um honestly it highlights the way that uh people of color have resisted for a really long time and i think that 
under white supremacy, it's um, the goal is to divide, right? The goal is to divide people of color and other marginalized groups and pit people against each other um, so that liberation is not something that is accessible. However, I think, and I'm not, and I'm not doing this in like we're all one race, the human race type of thing. But I think that the sooner we realize that there are more commonalities in terms of our our struggles as people of color and as marginalized people, um, the sooner we will be able to show up and support one another when shit goes down. And also, in that is recognizing that um, that there are things about each other's experience that we will never understand, but that doesn't mean that we can't be in solidarity or that we can't be like good allies to each other. So anyway, that's enough of my uh, rambling up next. We're going to hear a a clip from the black power mixtape. It's an interview uh, with Angela Davis and it's pretty like you probably have heard it already. It's just her talking about uh, the black Panthers and about this idea of like, Nonviolence, um, and I think it's really applicable considering everything that we're seeing right now and um, the various resistance movements. Uh, so let's hear the great Angela Davis speak. Keep it locked on BFFFM for more great uh, words and music. The Black Panthers were much more active. You heard much more about that type of, of struggle. Is the time of the Black Panthers past? The Black Panthers still exist, and the Black Panthers are still extremely active in, in the Oakland community and in, in communities all over the country. I'm not sure whether you are aware of what is now um, happening in the Black Panther Party and the kinds of things that members of, the, of that party uh, are doing no, now. No, tell me. First of all, if you're going to talk about a revolutionary situation, you have to have people who are physically able to wage revolution, who are physically able to organize and physically able to do all that is done. Yeah, but the question is, more: how do you get there? Do you get there by confrontation, violence? Oh, is that-
A year ago, the Black Panthers were much more active. You heard much more about that type of, of struggle. Is the time where the Black Panthers passed? The Black Panthers still exist, and the Black Panthers are still extremely active in, in the Oakland community and in communities all over the country. I'm not sure whether you are aware of what is now um, happening in the Black Panther Party and the kinds of things that members of, the, of that party uh, are doing no, now. No, but tell me. First of all, if you're going to talk about a revolutionary situation, you have to have people who are physically able to wage revolution, who are physically able to organize and physically able to do all that is done. Yeah, but the question is, more: how do you get there? Do you get there by confrontation, violence? Oh, is that the question you were asking? Yeah. See, that's, I mean, that's another thing. When you talk about a revolution, most people think violence. Um, without realizing that the real content of any kind of revolutionary thrust lies in the, in, in the principles and the goals that you're striving for, not in the way you reach them. On the other hand, uh, because of the way this society is organized because of the violence that exists on the surface everywhere. You have to expect that there are going to be such explosions. You have to expect things like that as reactions. If you are a black person and live in, 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 in the black community all your life and walk out on the street every day seeing white policemen surrounding you, I. When I was living in Los Angeles, for instance, long before the situation in L.A. ever occurred, uh, I was constantly stopped. No, the, the police didn't know who I, who I was, but I was a black woman. I had a, had a natural, and, and they, I suppose, thought that I might be a, quote, militant. And when you live under a situation like that constantly, um, uh, and, then, and then you ask me, you know, whether I approve of violence. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense at all, uh, whether I approve of guns. I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, some very, very good friends of mine were killed by bombs, bombs that were planted by racists. Uh, I remember from, from the time I was very small, I remember the sounds of bombs exploding across the street, our house shaking. I remember my father having to have guns at his disposal at all times because of the fact that at any moment uh, uh, someone we might expect to be attacked. The man who was at that time in con complete control of the city government, his name was Bull Connor, uh, would often get on the radio and make statements like, uh, 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 niggas have moved into a white neighborhood, uh, we better expect some bloodshed tonight. And sure enough, there would be bloodshed. Uh, after the four young girls who were, who lived very, who lived, one of them lived uh, next door to me. Um, I was very good friends with the sister of, of another one. My, my sister was very good friends with all three of them. My mother taught one of them in her class. My mother, in fact, when the bombing occurred, one of the mothers of, uh, one of the young girls called my mother and said, uh, can you take me down to the church to pick up uh, Carol? I, you know, we heard about the bombing, and I, and I don't have my car. And they went down, and what did they find? They found limbs and heads strewn all over the place. And then after that, uh, in my neighborhood, all of the men organized themselves into an armed patrol. They had to take their guns and patrol our community every night because they did not want that to happen again. I mean, that's why when someone asked me about violence, uh, uh, 
I just, uh, I just find it incredible. It, because it, what it means is that the person who's asking that question has absolutely no idea what black people have gone through, what black people have experienced in this country since the time the first black person was kidnapped from the shores of Africa. Apologies for the technical difficulties we had, but we tried again with Angela Davis talking about revolution. And I mean, I feel like she said it all in what she was saying. Like, you can't oppress people, kill people, endanger their lives, and then expect them to just accept it because that's not inhumane. Um, but under that, we heard Erica Badu with The Healer. Off of New America, Part 1, Fourth World War. And up next, we're going to listen to Lauren Hill's Black Rage. Keep it locked here on BFF FM. Black Rage founded on two-thirds a person. Great things and beatings and suffering and worsens. Black human packages tied up in strings. Black Rage can come from all these kinds of things. Black rage is founded on blatant denial, sweet economics, subsistence survival, deafening silence and social control. Black rage is founded on wounds in the soul. When the dogs bite, when the bees sing, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember these kinds of things and then I don't fear so bad Black rage is founded fed us self-hatred lies and abuse while we waited and waited spiritual treason this grid and its cages Black rage is founded on these kinds of things Found it on these kinds of things. When 
the government is lying and they want to keep us dying and damn you think what is even the point of trying see we are shot when we are defiant and we are shot when we are compliant they rape our women and degrade our truth next they try to segregate our gifted youth put big distractions and tears in eyes screens and TVs mute our empathetic looks see we have freedom but we are not free we have freedom but we are not free we have freedom but we are not free we are the melanin we are the gods we are royal they want to shoot us off we are the melanin we are the gods we are royal they want to shoot us off children murdered and tags on feet poor little boys can't even go out and play in the street you think it's been long time since civil rights no still our people have to go out and fight KKK live as police KKK live as police KKK live as police KKK live as police There are churches burning, there are churches burning, there are people dying, there are people dying, there are people hurting, there are people hurting, they are not surviving, they are not surviving. I have the brown girl blues, 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 and so do you.
Sonia Sanchez. I say all you young girls waiting to live. I say all you young girls taking your pill. I say all you sisters tired of standing still. I say all you sisters thinking you won't, but you will. Don't let them kill you with their stare. Don't let them closet you with no air. Don't let them feed you sex piecemeal. Don't let them offer you any ordeal. I say step back, sisters. We rising from the dead. I say step back, Johnnies. We dancing on our heads. I say step back, man. No more hanging by a thread. I say step back, world. Can't let it all go unsaid.
puedo salir que, 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 que la noche no es joven que no es para mí mi profe se cree que me voy en el bus pero yo hago lo que quiero porque soy una punk
misterios. Alguien quiere que me corte el pelo, aunque lo ame se va mucho al cuerno.
think little girls should be seen and not heard, but I think... Oh, bondage! Up yours! One, two, three, four!
afternoon, well, almost noon, um, you are tuned into the ladies' room here on BFFFM, and we just heard Her Jazz by Huggy Bear. Right under that, it was kind of a string of, like, female-fronted punk, because we heard Are You a Lady by Bratmobile, one of the kind of seminal riot girl bands. And then before that, we heard Oh Bondage Up Yours by X-Ray Specs who were a freaking great band, and Polystyrene is amazing. Um, under that, we heard Downtown Boys with Monstro. Then we heard Gloria Trevi with Pelo Suelto. I consider that song pretty punk, in my opinion. I think that Gloria Trevi was, like, this cool, well, she's not dead, but this cool, like, pop-accessible version of punk in the way that she, like was really unabashed about, like, her femininity and, like, the way that she presented herself. She really didn't care about the way that people thought of her. And she doesn't, no. And then under that was uh, a song by a Spanish band from the 80s called Soy Una Punk, and the band is Aerolinas Federales. Uh, Under that was, we had some good grimes. We had a song called Someone to Die For by Belly. We had Sonia Sanchez reciting part of one of her poems on a song called Step Back, and then we had La Morena by La Santa Cecilia. We're going to keep it going. We're going to slow down a little bit uh, with Honeycomb by Kaja Bonet. So stay tuned here uh, for the last 15 or so minutes of the ladies' room.
Just about fed up. I've finally had my fill of sitting round and crying in my beer. I've drunk the bitter cup. I've downed the bitter pill while waiting for the silver lining. You appear. I'm going to stack my blues up on the very highest shelf. I'm going to pack my blues up and get wise to myself. Weep no more, my baby. Weep no more, my baby. Weep no more. I'm going to weep no more. I'm putting an end to this lonesome game. It's such a lonesome game, this crying. Cry no tears. I'm going to cry no tears. Each time that I happen to hear his name, I hear his name. I'm going out on the town. This hopeless torch I will drown. Cause I'm tired of running around. Just a memory. Weep no more. I'm going to weep no more till somebody weeps for me. I'm going to stack my 
blues up on the very highest shelf. I'm going to pack my blues up and get washed to myself. Weep no more. I'm going to weep no more till somebody weeps frozen solid ice immigration and customs enforcement ice el yellow Eva pasando el trapo sobre la mesa y está cuidando que todo brille como una perla cuando llegue la patrona que no se vuelva a quejar No sea cosa que la acuse de ilegal José atiende los jardines, parecen de Disneyland Maneja una troca vieja sin la licencia si fue taxista allá en su tierra natal eso no cuenta para el tío Sam el hielo anda suelto por esas calles nunca se sabe cuándo nos va Uno 
se queda ya Eso pasa por salir a trabajar Uno se queda aquí Otro se queda ya Eso pasa por salir a escribir los versos más tristes esta noche escribir por ejemplo la noche está estrellada y tiritan azules los astros a lo lejos y el viento de la noche gira en el cielo y canta Puedo escribir los versos más tristes esta noche. Yo, yo la quise ya veces, ella también me quiso, la besé tantas veces, bajo el cielo infinito, de otro será de otro. Como antes de mis besos es tan corto el amor y es tan largo el olvido. Puedo escribir los versos más tristes esta noche y ya no la quiero, es cierto. Pero cuánto la quise, su voz, su cuerpo claro, sus ojos infinitos, oír la noche inmensa más inmensa sin ella pensar que no la tengo sentir que la he perdido a lo lejos alguien canta a lo lejos mi alma no se contenta con haberla perdido aunque este sea el último dolor que ella me causa 